Okay, the overlooked stock of the day connected into the agriculture base, Corteva up 2%, a Dow DuPont spinoff that made it some headway in a down market for the NASDAQ. Kevin Green is looking at it for us, kicking off your overlooked stock debut with some good Midwest vibes, Mr. Green, talking some ags. Definitely, Oliver, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, so we're talking about Corteva. And they are really focusing on the seed side of the business. They basically create and modify seeds to be able to uh, weather uh, the storm if we have any type of uh, inclement weather or insecticides or in insects and things of that nature. And they also have a, a crop uh, business that really focuses on the uh, protection of crops, making herbicides, insecticides, things of that nature as well. And so for this particular business, it's actually headquartered out in Indianapolis. It's got over 21,000 employees at this point in time time and they really try to focus on the growing needs of crop efforts across multiple regions not only here within the united states but across the globe here and so it's really interesting to kind of see we saw a huge impact here for these ag businesses that have really focused on not only seed production um, and also insecticide production as well but also trying to uh, mitigate some of the fallout from the ukraine russia uh, situation and now uh, we have this company here that has really rolled out a couple of different products they have an e3 product that they call, uh, which really focuses on the uh, soybean production. It's one of their top tier products. And that is actually supposed to be able to weather, uh, you know, any type of inclement weather that we have coming out. And we see that happening not only here in the Western states where we don't have rain, uh, even in the Midwest where you have too much rain. So this <laughs> is really the area that they're trying to focus on here. What's interesting, they just had earnings on August 4th and what they actually reported, their Q2 net income rose to $1.58 billion or $2.16 per share. And their uh, uh, EBITDA growth, operating EBITDA growth was $1.72 billion, up 18% year over year. And they're wow. seeing really their sales increase in North America and Latin America as well. North America is the bulk of their business. is about 65% of their overall net sales coming from uh, North America. But their Latin America business actually grew over 40% quarter, uh, year over year uh, last year as well. So there's a lot going on with this company. A lot of the growth areas that we've been really focusing on here in the United States, we've seen the, the price of agricultural uh, goods go up from soybeans to, to corn. And that's really where they've been able to see some of the tailwinds, the prices going up for those particular goods, even though the input costs are rising as well, they've been able to increase the price of their seeds at least by 7% to be able to offset some of the volume. The volume was a little bit low in Q2, but Oliver, that's not surprising. Usually farmers themselves don't really get their seeds until the winter months and get ready for the spring planting season. So overall, very interesting company here. Yeah, and they're crushing it on the year. I mean, 26%. Uh, gain in 2022 uh, and this economy um, and now all the uh, uh, analysts pushing up uh, price targets for the most part uh, I see a more favorable uh, coverage since their earnings last week JP Morgan brings up the price target to 63 bucks saying to buy it Roth Capital says it's going to 74 Citigroup says to 69 from 63 Deutsche Bank uh, to cut theirs down to 68 but that would still mean a new high so it sounds like it's a pretty good backdrop. And to go back to those numbers you gave us on earnings, they're growing the bottom line, not even the top line. They're growing the bottom line EBITDA at almost 20%. Yeah, well, they're actually having a lot of pricing power right now, and it just might be this particular market. As we saw that um, the crisis happening in the Ukraine and, and Russia, uh, that really scared 
every single farmer, every single uh, crop producer out there. So they really had the ability to raise those prices, even though the volume actually has gone down a little bit for certain products. So not surprising you're seeing this type of backdrop here, and I don't believe it's going to go away. Some of the real risk that you have to focus on here for this particular company is going to be weather fluctuations. Also, the input cost for their raw materials, the nitrogen that you have to put in uh, for certain fertilizers and other products as well. We see natural gas going up. That's actually a, a huge input or component for uh, fertilizer as well. So you want to have, uh, you know, keep that in mind. But also some of the generic competitors are also eating, potentially eating some market share, even though they have some products that are just outstanding. There are some generic uh, competitors that are out there that are, are a lower cost, if you will. And farmers may uh, be looking towards uh, that area to be able to lower the overall cost. But there's a hmm. huge influx here or, and when it comes to the outlook that corn production next year is going to increase. This year, Oliver, we saw corn production decrease and moved over to soybeans, and that is due to the rising fertilizer cost. It costs about th a third of the cost to grow soybeans for fertilizer than it does for corn. Now analysts are coming out and thinking next year we're going to see a rotation back into the corn side of the business here. We'll see how much of that has an impact here on this particular business because that E3 uh, product that they have is really focused on soybeans, but they also have some mm. corn crop out there that's uh, uh, doing fairly well too. Wow, okay. Diversified uh, across the agricultural spectrum, bottom line growth, top line growth, crop protection, but also inflation protection. This is... Like, the, uh, if you had to pick one stock this year, I mean, it's doing great. And you don't even have to dig down into, like, the micro-cap, you know, volatile, risky play. It's the S&P 500, uh, you know, materials and industrial uh, staples. So, fascinating stuff. Uh, really nice work, Kevin. Great deep dive here on the Overlook Stock Thank of the you. Day, Corteva CTVA.